This is Tonkaban episode number 14. Uh, this week we're going to cover the Weekly Shonen Jump table of contents for issue number 40, which is out today. And then at the end of the episode, I think we'll go over uh, Doron Doron and Earthchild uh, a little more in depth than we normally do, uh, since those series recently got axed or are getting axed after today. And uh, joining me as usual is my co-host, Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. I'm out here uh, recording live from the... Uh, the Hemlock Suite of the Hocking Hills Inn. I'm currently on the road uh, going to Nelsonville Music Festival for three days. Uh, it's been pretty good so far. I'm about halfway through the festival. Uh, we saw a Japanese Breakfast, Yola Tango. Uh, we're going to see Angel Olsen tonight, so should be pretty fun. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so what was it? What, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, it's um it's held in this place called Lake Hocking Hills, Ohio, which is where um I think it's mostly known for like hiking and camping. There's mm-hmm. actually a bunch of um everywhere we've gone, there's been like weird bootleg Bigfoot and like Sasquatch merchandise. That's we went sick. to the Walmart to like pick something up and there were multiple like there's this like statue of Bigfoot wearing a Walmart's greeters uniform. Mm-hmm. And then there was a huge mural on the wall of like uh, Sam Walton, the CEO and like founder of Walmart, standing in the forest next to Bigfoot. And then there's like people behind him searching for the Sasquatch. <laughs> it's it's pretty weird out here. And then the festival is like super crunchy. Uh, a lot of people were in like. Birkenstocks, Tevas, nice. Chacos, um, NPR dads. It, mm-hmm. It's lit out here. <laughs> That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, I uh, so I yesterday went to um, uh, a UK game, Tailgate, uh, for my wife's work. And it was uh, very different from the one that you and I went to at NKU that year, which was oh um, my God. <laughs> just very, very depressing to walk around. <laughs> <laughs> was that um weren't the yin yang twins there yes i believe so yeah and i was kind of mad because i don't think i saw their uh saw their set i would have uh loved to see uh to see get low played live it was very um it was very weird it was mm-hmm. underneath this tent and they were in what looked like a boxing ring or like wrestling ring just this like really <laughs> tiny square stage in the middle of a huge crowd never seen a setup like that before and i don't so they were just like in the center and everyone was like around them on all four sides yeah like they weren't like playing in front of people on a stage they were playing in the midst of people that's actually something that's actually kind of sick that's uh i saw so i saw u2 one time um on their u2 360 tour and that's how it was set up it was at like vanderbilt's football stadium and they were just like on this stage in the middle um oh, and like there's cool. literally people all around them so yeah yin yang twins they're just uh i think kind of ahead they're you know <laughs> are uh shooting for u2 type uh type levels yeah and, and playing in the uh, parking lot of like a lower tier division one basketball <laughs> stadium is is where you make the dream happen uh-huh i think they're playing in front of an audience of like maybe 80 people um so you can only go up from there. It's pure ambition. 
That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I see, like, you know, other schools, like, you know, whatever, Penn State will have, like, J. Cole play. And it's like, yeah, we got yeah. yin-yang twins. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Didn't they have, like, K-Camp there one year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that was, it's, yeah, that was maybe, like, the year before yin-yang twins or something like that. It's funny, Um, I follow all these, like, rap pages on Instagram, and so I get, like, in my Instagram Explorer feed or just like random ads for like people that are trying to start up like rap Instagram mm-hmm. blogs or like <laughs> pages. And I, for like a week, I, I think his like managers were paying people to like put the news out there or whatever. <laughs> but there were all these stories that were like, K camp uh, gets three new like certifications for like gold and platinum records like is he the Jeez, most oh, underrated beats. songwriter in trap music right now <laughs> and like the, the fact that you have to like tell people that songs that came out like five years ago got like a gold certification probably mm-hmm. means that he, he's not the most underrated yeah exactly songwriter in rap yeah. right now <laughs> i think kk was probably pretty uh pretty solidly rated where he's at I don't think yeah. there's a, a whole lot of thought on him but you know maybe i'm wrong maybe there's just a legion of k-camp stands out there yeah he, he's got some good songs out there but i'm definitely not like going to a k-camp show <laughs> unless it's With, free and held in the student union of my college yep <laughs> he's performing from behind the um route 66 burritos or whatever that place is called <laughs> No, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, that would actually be sick. All right, well, we'll get into uh, Weekly Show and Jump issue number 40. Um, the cover is a new series, um, which the official translation I saw, uh, they put out as Tokyo Demon Bride Story. Um, we can talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> Color <laughs> pages go to High School Family, Blue Box, and Undead Unluck. And then in the one spot is Jujutsu Kaisen, then Akanabanashi and Me and Roboko, followed by Sakamoto Days, Black Clover, Yozakura Family, and Elusive Samurai. At number eight is Mashal and PPPPPP. And then rounding out the bottom four is our uh, usual suspects, plus uh, My Hero Academia. So we have My Hero Academia, Super Smartphone, <laughs> Aliens Area, and Earth Child. Um absent this week is one piece witch watch Rory dragon and of course uh hunter hunter um yes yeah, so i just wanna uh i guess we'll start with uh this this new series in the, the cover page tokyo demon bride story um yeah this is the one that uh which one called the i read the one shot from it because it got scanlated it seems i don't know it wasn't anything that i was like super passionate about after reading it but it seemed fine i would you know I'm I'm cool with it getting a run of chapters. Yeah, um based on the like pages I've seen from the one shot, it looks like it has pretty like serviceable art. Uh mm-hmm. it's definitely a step up from the two series that are being axed in the next couple like the two two yeah. weeks. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not elite art either. But sometimes, no. you know, serviceable art is all you can ask for in Shonen Jump, because sometimes <laughs> uh you don't really even get that Mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah i think it's pretty fine i do like some of the kind of character designs and the main character like the or the guy character i guess is pretty fun like you know he's basically sort of like forced to or not forced but he's going to marry this like uh yokai spirit girl um 
because of like a promise he made when he was a kid or you know some some shonen thing like yeah. that and uh but he's kind of like not not here for it um so it's you know seems like a fun dynamic i'd be yeah i'm down to to read you know 25 chapters of it at least or whatever <laughs> yeah it, it's definitely something that anyone who's been reading manga for a few years has like seen before mm-hmm. um but you know uh, i i looked at some of the like color illustrations i think it looks pretty nice yeah and i'm always here for something in shonen jump that's not just like a battle series or a really like mm-hmm. uh standard adventure yeah it could be cool well i'll say yeah at least it's not another like uh demon hunting type of uh like battle series uh you know like phantom seer or doron doron or bone collector or you know any yeah. of the other thousand ones that have failed so yeah it seems like the the demons this time around may not be as ornery yeah um Let's hope my last kind of note on it is this official translation for it uh it's just a terrible title like I, maybe that yeah. is the, the the direct translation from dai tokyo oni yomedim but um we got to do better than that like just just call it like i don't know tokyo demon or <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like i mean maybe that's confusing too but this it's just this is bad this is lame it's it's like a step below all the um when you'll see like the light novels come out and it's like i was reincarnated as a school bus driver in a, <laughs> you know what i mean like in an mmorpg uh, in a goku yeah. scene or something that's the one thing that kind of makes me worry about this is that i think for shonen like manga titles Mm-hmm. I think that like urban fantasy that revolves around like traditional spirits and yokai is starting to become like as much of a cliche or like mm-hmm. trope as the isekai like video game world series yeah. and light novels of like mm-hmm. manga marketed towards older people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But uh yeah, I don't know. Interested to see how it goes. Um We'll see yeah. how chapter one is later today, I guess. Um, color pages for high school family. That's pretty sick. I uh, The last yeah. chapter of it, I you know, was feeling a little sad on it before because I was like, well, he's kind of rushing through. But then the last chapter, we got a nice one where they uh, they take like a school trip to uh, Tovoda, um, SF Toyota, where uh, Ichiro <laughs> used to work. So they're back there and it's, you know, the, the guy who always tries to get him to come back to work is there. And it was like this honestly kind of like sweet chapter where all these people are like, Ichiro, uh, it's true. You became a high school student or like, you know, it's good to see that. And, uh, you know, he's like answering questions on the tour and stuff. And then he goes and sees like the company president. It was, it was a pretty cool chapter. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, glad to see the color page for it too, because the the color pages and like volume covers for High School Family always always deliver. Yeah, I saw a new uh, cover page that had been like uploaded. Like when you're on the Shonen Jump app, it'll show like a section where you can buy the new digital scans. Mm-hmm. And I saw a recent one for High School Family, and it looked pretty great. Yeah, I feel like it's this series where there's just pretty much one joke, but mm-hmm. it's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's it's original. I haven't really seen anything like that before. So they can they can keep making that one over and over again. Mm-hmm, Whereas definitely. with like Protect Me, Shugamaru is a it's a one joke series, a one note series, but it's yeah. one that you know 
anyone who's like watched cartoons has seen it before Mm -hmm. yeah it definitely feels like a yeah an adventures of billy and mandy type cartoon network show Mm -hmm. um yeah the thing with high school family he had another series called uh uh isobe isobe something 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 i don't know exactly the name yeah but it's it's not been like no one has scanlated it or anything there's only like maybe like two or three chapters i would like to see that one actually translated because it looks pretty funny too it's about like a a samurai or something like that is that the one where the i think i've seen uh pictures of it where the artwork looks like edo period Mm -hmm. like wood carving painting type stuff yeah that Mm -hmm. that has a really cool visual style you can kind of see it um bleed into high school family a little Mm -hmm. bit even though he kind of makes an effort to make it look more uh cartoony yeah yeah and that one it, it was kind of same as high school fame like it ran for a hundred and something chapters so you know it had a yeah had a pretty good run um but let's move on into uh blue box um always excited for a blue box color page i guess we're kind of out of the um whatchamacallit like the the theater arc and we're we're moving into um it seems like some kind of big developments at the end it, it's kind of at the end of the last chapter i think it's sort of um at least hinted at maybe that uh what's her name uh chinatsu might have feelings yeah. for uh taiki yeah this uh we're, we're finally how many chapters into it like at, at least 50 i'm pretty sure <clears throat> yeah we're yeah 66 chapters <laughs> we're, we're finally seeing some development here um so i think we can only assume that either a the series about to end which i think is absolutely not the case yeah or b um we're about to see some sort of conflict between shinatsu and the other love interest in the show mm-hmm. yeah manga, show. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um it's it's kind of funny reading because we were reading like nisekoi a little bit before this yeah and it's funny to see how even though those series are like a little bit similar the pacing is wildly different mm-hmm. isekoi gives you yeah, the pacing this is... like sort of revelation 10 chapters in and then spends the next 200 <laughs> chapters just like trying to figure out what it wants to do after that yeah just like dancing around that same like deal um i think blue box also uh like uses its kind of cast of characters pretty well like it, it's not the you know the kind of harem that um which one that nisekoi is but like yeah. all of the girls in nisekoi are just horrible characters. like he wrote them so poorly but i feel like all the ones in blue box Definitely. are pretty are pretty cool and like fleshed out and like i i don't know like i know that i know they're kind of their deal even sort of some of the more like minor characters like taiki's friend with the the bowl cut and the glasses like he's still like a pretty yeah. i don't know like i know what you know i know what's going on with him i feel like so yeah, that's what's. Uh, I think that's Blue Box's biggest strength is that the primary characters all have actual friends and lives outside of the central arcs. Because mm-hmm. I feel like with a lot of similar series, you wonder like, like uh, I forget what the dude's name is from We Never Learn, but sometimes you wonder like, does this guy have like any friends? Does he yeah. do anything outside <laughs> of like? hang out with these two people that he's supposed to be tutoring yeah it's a blue box you definitely feel like these could be real people like mm-hmm. yeah they yeah, they're just high school kids well yeah. adjusted mm-hmm. 
it's refreshing other than the fact that like the one girl is like an elite level gymnastic star the other ones are like everyone's going to nationals and stuff like <laughs> this high school is just like That's cranking true. out athletic geniuses <laughs> i i think the um I think the most shocking or like most surprising thing that happens in blue box is that people are showing up to like JV badminton matches Mm -hmm. (laughs) and getting really excited over it. Yeah. Or like, I think it was even just like a practice match. That last one where Taiki beat that guy. (laughs) It's like we were going to watch practice badminton matches, I guess. Um, You know, this, um, Oh, continue. (laughs) <clears throat> oh, I was um, gonna say, I, I, mm-hmm. I wonder if a uh, blue box could do for badminton what volleyball has done for high Q. Yeah, well, so if you um, if you go to like any kind of like volleyball video on YouTube or whatever, all the comments are like high Q brought me here. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure if you're a big badminton head, you're probably like not wanting that to happen <laughs> for blue box. That's true. You're gonna have like um, whenever the the next Summer Olympics rolls around, mm-hmm. you're gonna if if this this is about to get an anime series too. So yeah. it, this could be like a really a uh, big moment for Blue Box. But like we'll be watching the Summer Olympics. Uh, you pull up a badminton YouTube video, and people are gonna be like, "This is just like when uh, Taiki won that practice match mm-hmm. while Chinatsu was watching." There's going to be a bunch of, uh, like, split-screen cuts or something like that where it's, you know, uh, a scene from Blue Box mixed with a scene uh, from real life. And it's like, you know, yeah, exactly. This is just like Taiki from Blue Box. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> I also saw that it's it's selling, like, really, really well in that um, whatever yeah. it is, the Shoseki or Oricon rankings. It, was, it sold, like... A hundred thousand copies of its most recent volume, which is that's pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Blue Box, like we were saying before, the color pages are always uh, really good. If I had zero self-respect, like it's the kind of thing you can make your lock screen on your phone because it looks. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's just uh, it's really good art, uh, cool mm-hmm. color palette. Probably second only to Witch Watch in terms of just like having a nice color balance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's always got this cool, like, uh, watercolor type of coloring to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely up there with Witch Watch and uh, Roboco for, for volume covers. Definitely. Um, and then our next color page is Undead Unluck. Um, got the anime announcement last week. Um, last week's chapter basically was them just saying, like, hey, we're starting the final arc now. Um, there was even, like, a... <laughs> you know a, a title like a title page drop on the last last page you know um where they say like you know we're gonna we're gonna start a new loop that's their their kind of thing and then they have like you know the undead unluck and giant block letters in the back uh i guess trying to be like real kind of cinematic um yeah once again, this, that, that's uh, one of my least favorite um tropes that mm-hmm. I, I see in manga series where they're like yeah, this is the... They'll just, like, have a whole page where it's, like, final arc. <laughs> I yeah. guess they're just trying to be, like, yeah, I don't want to draw, like, a 19th page this week, so I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. like, just turn it all black and then do some lettering. Yep. Well, in this one... So I feel like that kind of stuff works in, like... 
it's cool in video games when you'll be playing yeah. for like two hours and then you get like the title page kind of thing that's cool i'm you know i'm all for that give me that every time but the the kind of manga version of that a hundred something chapters in is uh is rough <laughs> yeah definitely yeah i was kind of thinking um it reminds me of, like final fantasy 15 uh mm-hmm. i don't know if you've played that but the opening sequence where you're like pushing the car and then it like pans out and you get the like title painted mm-hmm. in the sky or whatever i always thought that was a pretty cool example of that yeah, that game not... was just okay, but it had a cool <laughs> intro. I've not played. I've actually not beaten any of the Final Fantasies, but I think that's something that 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 series does a few times, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I've I've started like I think half of the series and never finished any of them. <laughs> that game was a lot cooler in theory than practice. The, <laughs> the cooking in the game cool. was pretty neat, though. Mm. And some very realistic looking food. Nice. Um. In the one spot is Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, you know, been pretty down on it lately, I feel like, but last chapter was actually pretty cool. We got the uh, the introduction of, like, a, I guess, a Kappa-type character, um, which is fun because they're... Uh, I like how they play off the... Apparently, like, in Japanese folklore, their Kappa's are really into, like, um, sumo wrestling. So that's why this guy's, uh-huh. like, his ability is setting up a sumo ring. So uh, that was pretty fun. And I'm sure if you're, you know japanese or into japanese folklore you pick that up immediately but you know kind of kind of fun little thing so yeah i guess looking forward to this next uh fight there was a demon slayer reference there too this blind guy picks up the sword so uh (laughs) you know pretty pretty good uh jujutsu kaisen chapter yeah i I opened the chapter up and saw this like dude with a mustache that we've never (laughs) seen before and i didn't audibly groan but i definitely internally groaned yeah but it was pretty it felt as like goofy and fun as some of the original jjk chapters so mm-hmm. i i'm here for it this is yeah. kind of what sh- the i feel like this is what this culling game arc should have been more like and mm-hmm. maybe interspersed with some you know cuts to see what ug is up to because yeah I, I don't think we've seen him in like a year yeah it's, it's been a while <laughs> starting to forget what he looks like well he's gonna come back he's gonna have a haircut and you know we're, <laughs> we're not gonna recognize him and they're gonna be like oh that's yuji like really it is <laughs> um yeah next up um akana banashi um yeah i liked the uh the sort of the meeting with the the rakugo teacher guy um akana banashi just kind of kills it every week if we're if we're being honest yeah a lot of really cool close-up drawings of people and the backgrounds that we see like there's a lot of flashback panels so Mm -hmm. some of it's just like you know stuff copy and paste it over but yeah backgrounds of like on this last page right behind the like sensei you've got this cool like tree almost like pixelated Mm -hmm. background it looks really cool. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i agree um yeah and i'm i just I feel like I say it every week, but I'm excited to just see where Akanabanashi goes from here. Um, I don't know, just like I don't know kind of what the next step is, and I like all the characters, so even if it's just like another kind of training arc, that's fine with me. I, you know, it's moving on pretty slow, so let's just let's just keep it going. Let's just chill and do some uh, do some rock. Yeah. 
and another color page already next week. I mean, this is mm-hmm. like this is nuts. Uh, this I feel like Shonen Jump is really planning on having this one run for like two hundred plus chapters. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah, <clears throat> like we said, it's got cosigns from Oda and from uh, what's his name the the Evangelion guy. Like I, I saw something oh, yeah, too that, Anna, that yeah. was I saw something too that it was like the i don't know the japanese rakugo association or something like that was doing something or like was talking about it or mentioned it in something as well so like i guess even people that are you know in that space are are big on a kind of anashi yeah while i'm still thinking of like weird uh instagram hip-hop news pages i feel like this (laughs) is like when you're when you're starting out and you get the you get like the drake feature on your first mixtape (laughs) He got the mm-hmm. he got the Oda stimulus package. He he got the cosign from like uh he got like the little baby cosign. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now he, now he's just got to drop the uh the first studio project. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we need the uh the twenty five track double album. Uh, that, <laughs> and so that we get the tweet from Spotify that's like a Kanabanashi has twenty of the top twenty five songs on uh, uh, most played songs yeah. on Spotify right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the push notifications that you get from like Viz and Shonen Jump apps because they mm-hmm. really do remind me of the same ones I get from Spotify and like SoundCloud. Yep. <laughs> It'll just be riddled with emojis. It'll mm-hmm. be like. Things are heating up in Akanabinashi this week, like three fire emojis. Yep. What's going to happen that, in this Rakugo battle <laughs> microphone emoji? Either that or they'll just give like straight up spoilers like, uh, you know, like uh, crazy things happen to Bakugo in MHA this week. It's like, really? <laughs> Why? Yeah, and then like a skull <laughs> emoji. <laughs> he might be dead. Yep. And I do like, uh, there was a few weeks ago, I guess, when the the magazine was supposed to come out on Monday or something like that, and they sent the push notification early, and then they sent, a, sent one immediately after. It was like, basically, like, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> one thing Pretty that bad. I always think is crazy is that, like, Viz will occasionally just post some, like, out-of-pocket, like, ecky panel mm-hmm. on their uh, on their Instagram page, and then just yep. post some, like, eyeball, like, fire emojis. <laughs> I'm like, what, who is running this page, and what are you doing? This is crazy. Yep, they're uh, trying to get that in- that sweet engagement. <laughs> yep. Um, our next series is Me and Roboco. Um, I have to say, I was not a big fan of the last uh, Me and Roboco chapter. Um, but, uh, like, the ones where it doesn't involve kind of, like, his friends and stuff, I feel like are definitely worse uh, yeah. than the ones that do. Like, seeing uh, Motsuo and Gorilla is a highlight every week. Um, but there was some weird stuff at the end of this one where it's like, I'm sure it doesn't mean anything because it's me and Roboco and they can just kind of do it, do whatever they want. Yeah. But at the end, there's this uh, thing where it's like suggesting that Roboco has already kind of seen uh, Tyra like grow up, <laughs> and That's she's just nuts. like, yeah, she, uh, she's just sort of like, yeah, you don't, uh, you don't need to know or something like that. So, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get some weird uh, like. Uh, time traveling Roboco stuff going on. That would be pretty cool. Um, maybe they're gonna go into a parody of like the girl who left through time or something like that, <laughs> or, or the, the Your Name parody. Yep. Well, then we uh, 
a few chapters ago we got some Roboco backstory stuff with like her dad finding her in like a war-torn country kind of deal so <laughs> <laughs> who knows um and next up we have uh sakamoto days um yeah, this this arc of Sakamoto Days is sick. I think it might be the the best one they've had so far. Yeah, I feel like I say it every week, but like this this school arc, it may be the arc of the year for the mm-hmm. magazine. Like I I really look forward to seeing how this is going to progress. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty slow paced in a good way because mm-hmm. Sakamoto Days, you're going to get like a fight scene every week. Yeah. So that allows them to really like. Uh, do some world building and i think you don't really usually see a lot of world building in sakamoto days so mm-hmm. this is really cool i think he's really starting to experiment uh it, it feels like the really good sections of hunter hunter honestly where you get like a yeah. lot of action mm-hmm. but then there's always like something cool happening in the background I like seeing all these characters in disguise. <laughs> uh, you know, I I loved every scene in Assassination Classroom where Chorus and Say was like wearing some weird outfit. Yep. And seeing um seeing Sakamoto like transforming his body so that he looks like this teacher is extremely cool. Mm-hmm. And I love all the like the side characters they've introduced the the guy the whatever the kind of the genius that has the that's great at making weapons or whatever he's a fun character even this sort of like bratty kid that's trying to whatever take down the the jaa the (laughs) you know the the big r anarchy subscriber guy um he's he's you know pretty cool uh it seems like his dad is that weird like you know kind of silent samurai person we've gotten so yeah uh, yeah this is you know fun characters i'm you know kind of excited to see where the you know what we get next in this in the story um, i really appreciate that you don't have to necessarily understand or follow mm-hmm. the lore about all these different organizations super closely yeah i think when a series makes you like totally remember understand that every week it can mm-hmm. be really hard to follow Sakamoto well, days is like if you want to like if you want to follow this stuff in the background you can but you know, mm-hmm. you can still enjoy this if you were to read this for the first time on, like, chapter, you know, 50 or whatever. Yeah, well, in Sakamoto Days, we'll do the Jujutsu Kaisen thing where it, like, calls people back. But, one, they're yeah. recognizable because they all look different. And they always sort of explain, I feel like, they're like, oh, that slur, right? Like, he's the bad guy, yeah. <laughs> remember, almost. <laughs> Whereas Jujutsu Kaisen, they just show someone up. They don't even say their name. <laughs> and people They'll are just... will be like, wow, cool haircut, man. <laughs> exactly. And then people online are like, oh, that's clearly so-and-so from this art. It's like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> We're like, the, the fans of that series can be, like, so crazy. They'll be like... Oh, it's that guy from the background of that <laughs> of that Shibuya arc fight scene. I've been waiting. Mm-hmm. I've I've been waiting. Hey, that, that's, that's really nuts. you have. You've really been waiting <laughs> on this one character to to make their appearance. Um, next up is Black Clover. It's uh ranked higher than it had been the past few weeks. Um, I, I'm pretty down on it. It man, it's it's just like jumped into this last arc. And it's not, I don't know, like, we didn't get any kind of chill time, and it's not particularly interesting, but, uh, I don't know, we we might be getting kind of the, the Asta 
or is that his name? Yeah, Aster Retrieval Arc coming up next. Ooh. So I, uh, you know, maybe we'll, maybe that'll be fun, but probably not. I will say I do like kind of the other members of Black Bulls when they're kind of hanging out. So mm-hmm. maybe that'll, that's a good sign there that we're going to get, you know, at least they all have to kind of team up and they're going to get their arc where they come after Asta. But we just had the, the kind of Yami retrieval arc that just ended. So it seems like <laughs> we're just kind of like, you know, retreading the same story beats, just interchanging characters. But yeah, you know, pretty cool. Uh, top five though. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely something you would never have expected. And <laughs> if you showed me this ranking like a year ago, yep. I would have been very confused, but pretty yep. cool. I'd have been mostly confused why me and Roboco is at number three and has been in like, you know, the three to, to th- the three to like six spot, you know, like five of the past six weeks, I feel like. Me and Roboco is about to get the Oda co-sign this Honestly, week. I mean, it, and it really should if we're being, being yeah. completely honest. Um, six is Yozakura family. Uh, I feel like more just kind of the same chapters last week. There was a cool yep. spot where, uh, is his name... Ichiro is that the older brother's name? Yeah, um, so he Ichiro, like, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he can he contained a bomb with his like threads was uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty sick. But yeah, we're gonna get the uh, um, Kingo and Futaba uh, retrieval arc in this one. Um, a lot of characters <laughs> yeah. missing from from the uh, the cast in these series. Mm-hmm. Um, I do appreciate opening a Gozakura family chapter and seeing them doing something like uh, making food or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how that's how you know it's going to be a decent chapter because you're going <laughs> to get like a little appearance from every character. Yep. Yeah, and I I like the um any any chapter that has jokes with the uh I don't remember his name but the one that is like always dressed like a cat and like. Uh, yeah he's awesome like transform yeah any chapters with him where he has like a part is pretty fun um and then next up is elusive samurai honestly kind of more of the same from it for the past like five or six chapters um this one didn't really have any like particularly good jokes or like really great fight scenes or anything it was more just sort of talking kind of like background stuff for one of uh tokiyuki's retainers um you know it was fine uh (laughs) kind of kind of more uh matsui style uh you know character backgrounds and stuff this kid was like you know his father i guess was like a higher up in the military or in the you know whatever the government kind of deal and then like you know had like an illegitimate kid with his mom kind of stuff and you know so then he left and his mom died in childbirth so then like this soldier kind of like <laughs> raised him at you know very very assassination classroom uh type yeah. stories even in elusive samurai <laughs> <laughs> which i will say i guess elusive samurai is based on like it i think kind of a, a real thing so maybe that actually is yeah. the backstory but uh you know, knowing Matsui, I'd say he he's just come up with this entire character and his uh, his origin. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Next is uh, Mashal. Um, yeah, the color page like you were saying last week was great. I love them, and they're like they're like I don't know what you call these hats, but uh, little short top hat type thing almost, and they're yeah kind of dress robes. Uh, great color page. Yeah, um, I feel like it's just a really like bit of subtle world building. Uh, we never really got to see 
whenever this happened in the national world, but you can only imagine uh, what was going on here, uh-huh. what the context is. I also yep. like the weird, like, hyper-realistic shading on mm-hmm. these super stylized characters, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, yeah, trying to make them look, like, three-dimensional almost. Yeah. Um, I thought the chapter was pretty good. I like I like all of, uh, like, Mash's siblings. I think they're all pretty fun villains and, you know, got some uh like cool moments from you know very yeah. shonen moments from dot and uh what are once again i i can't remember these other characters names um yeah like this the blonde blue hair guy. guy yeah blue hair whatever color hair he's supposed to have uh <laughs> you know fun shonen moments from them yeah dot's always fun to watch mm-hmm. um next up is ppp ppp um this chapter was kind of kind of weird it's um yeah. is basically saying like do you want me to love you or choose you or something like that and then she does and the other girls sort of like thanks but that's not what i meant <laughs> deal I don't, it, was a, it was a strange one i didn't did not really follow what was going on between these two characters yeah I feel like we've been seeing a lot of really heavy-handed metaphors. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you can pretty much say we've been seeing a lot of that for the past like year of PvP PvP's run. Yeah, um, I think they're getting more and more unintelligible as time goes on. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the you know the art is always cool. I love like Mimin's like really flowy hair and stuff. Um, yeah, and I also saw that it's actually selling pretty well i think in the most recent one it it was selling better than like i want to say undead unluck was like the other series that it was with um yeah and then like some of the other like yeah it was like it sold better than like undead unluck yozakura family and then like you know some of the shitty series like super smartphone or something but uh yeah yeah so pretty pretty good on it that you know i don't think undead unluck or yozakura family are like you know these outright hits but i mean they've had long runs and are getting anime series so i feel like it's a you know pretty yeah. good sign i feel like i would buy a uh, ppp ppp volume just because the artwork is so unique it feels mm-hmm. like something i'd rather like be able to hold um it almost feels like outsider art to me just because it's yeah. uh, so unique sometimes in a good way sometimes in a bad way but it's uh, mm-hmm. 100 doing its own thing every week yep definitely and i feel like it's a cool one to have like <clears throat> maybe like a volume or two of on your shelf just because it is kind yeah. of a, a different a different series you know to flip through um, for sure next up in the number 10 spot is my hero academia whoa dude that's crazy i <laughs> this damn series this past chapter what who the hell is ed shot <laughs> what is what's yeah. going on in this one I, this is <laughs> i finished this chapter and was just enraged this series was so good at the start we finally got like you know i grew up and was like yeah batman is cool and superman is cool but never actually like paid attention to those stories because they're actually kind of lame my Hero Academia yeah. is like a cool superhero story with like a fun world. And then I feel like in the past <laughs> like two weeks, he's just like stomping on it. Like I know that these series are hard to end, but this is like, this is watching 
a 2022 New York Yankees style meltdown happen before my eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like, I know I've complained about other series having way too many characters to keep up with, but I think mm-hmm. that's always been the strength of the series for such a long time. Yeah, um, like incredible character designs. I feel mm-hmm. like most of the characters are as fleshed out as you can get them for having such a big cast and you know such a limitation of only having 15 pages a chapter but yeah at this point i feel like you gotta take some sort of risk yeah and killing off a character named ed shot like i'm I'm gonna look this guy up because yeah like well i did so i did i checked the wiki i'm like who is ed shot like he's gonna become bakugo's heart i was like who is this guy and I like went through the wiki and I was like, I still have no recollection. They're like, there was no moment. I was like, oh yeah, he's the guy that fought this person or whatever. I was like, I still have no clue who the, who the heck this character is. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I'm looking at the wiki page right now. It's like he's a number five pro hero and the leader yeah. of the lurkers. Like, who who are the lurkers? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, it's it was just amazing. Like. You know, killing Bakugo, I was kind of excited for because like, oh, this is, we're gonna get like the iconic moment from Deku, right, where he comes back and like, when Goku sees Krillin's body explode, or when Naruto comes yeah. back and he's like, you know, uh, where's Kakashi because he can't sense him and stuff like that. Like, this is a you know, a trope that's happened in like other giant shonen series that actually like works. Like, it's always a cool moment. So I was like, oh, we're gonna get this. Yeah. He's gonna go into like the blind rage and like you know, just like beating the shit out of these villains. But we're not gonna get yeah. that because Edshot's <laughs> gonna become Bakugo's heart and he's just gonna like revive himself and be like hey i died but i'm i'm here now <laughs> like what? it's just uh, I, don't, I don't know man <laughs> yeah De- deku's such a nerd that maybe he would actually be more enraged about this because he's like <laughs> man ed shot's like the number the number five hero he helped all might back in like 2015 and oh that's yeah that's the way to do it he's gonna be yeah he's gonna go into the fury because ed shot is dead <laughs> He's like, that was my yeah. third favorite hero. <laughs> yeah, he's about to, like, he's going to be in the middle of this battlefield, and he's going to, like, pull pull his notebook out and be like, he, he was actually, uh, back in 2013, he was listed as the number 25 prospect in, in the uh, in the hero farm system. I had yep. his rookie card. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's going to be me when I talk about Phil Hughes and Jabba Chamberlain. Uh, <laughs> it's just... I don't know, man. I know that these these long-running series, you know, I feel like I've said it before, like, they're hard to finish off, right? Like, everyone lost their minds over um, what we call, like, Attack on Titans, like, yeah, bad to mediocre ending. And, like, yeah, I wasn't a fan of it, but it was fine. It was good enough. And I feel like that's, you know, that's what will happen with my hero, but I don't know. It's just a shame that, like, two or three chapters ago, we actually had, like, a pretty good moment. It's like, oh, this is gonna be, you know, like the arc's really gonna like kind of ramp up from here and now it's just like who is Edshot? Why is he saving the day? Why is he turning into Bakugo's heart? <laughs> what is Yeah. What a strange I mean, it would be It wouldn't make any sense anyway, but like if like Ida had done it or like some other mm-hmm. obviously like how how would he have done that? Yeah. But if any other character had done it, like one of his classmates or mm-hmm. like 
All Might himself had done it. Maybe yeah. that would have been okay, but it's weird. I, mm-hmm. I love this um on the wiki page, we got this classic quote from Ed Shot where he says, One must never neglect defense, especially when attacking. That that was a, that was a classic <laughs> moment right there when he said that to the League of Villains. <laughs> I just yeah i had no recollection that edshot was a character like i i had seen his design before couldn't have told you he was edshot couldn't have told you his powers when i looked on the wiki apparently it's like he has kind of like ninjutsu powers and can like fold himself up as origami almost yeah i had like no clue this i guess is the equivalent of the joke i made about uh, in Jujutsu Kaisen, like a guy coming back from the background mm-hmm. of the Shibuya arc. I feel like this guy was in all of these arcs, mm-hmm. but you would not have known who he was unless you have like the My Hero Academia official heroes guidebook, which I which yeah. I do have, and still did not remember this man existing. Mm-hmm. And I will say too, it's not just us. I went to the My Hero Academia subreddit. Because I was like, I need to know what like the the real fans are thinking about this chapter. Yeah. And it was largely kind of the same stuff. I mean, there were some people that were like, oh, yeah, this is so cool, like, blah, blah, blah. But then there were even people that were like, yeah, I didn't remember Ed Shot, right? And these are people that are, like, engaging with the My Hero Academia, like, uh, scene. <laughs> so yeah. if, if they don't know who it is, then, yeah, I don't know. Weird chapter. I... <laughs> It's better than, I guess, Best Genius balling up his organs and uh, fixing him Koro-sensei yeah. style. You know, this. Uh, I don't have to, to drop the manga, but this is a, just, you know, one step below that. I would have been a little bit more sad if Best Genius died, honestly. At least I, like, am aware mm-hmm. of him existing. Yeah, he's also at least had some moments. This guy's quirk name is Foldabody? Like, what... <laughs> what i don't know man yeah it's this this past chapter just it it jumped the shark for me i don't yeah this guy has had more uh this guy's had more screen time in the my hero academia vigilantes manga than he actually has in the like Mm -hmm. canon real my hero academia manga well at this point yeah, I would recommend uh, reading the end of Vigilantes before I would recommend reading this recent arc of MHA. <laughs> well, the uh, there's more text on the on the Edshot wiki than there definitely was like lines about him in the in the manga. Like, where are they dredging this oh, up yeah. from? Like, this has to be coming from like the you know light novels and from like hero guidebook and things like that because we did not get this information about this character i refuse to believe it horikoshi was like man i I can't kill bakugo i like this guy too much so he like (laughs) he pulled up the my hero academia wiki and he's like let's let's find a character that i created that i don't (laughs) really care about yeah he's like who has a quirk that could like theoretically uh you know fix bakugo (laughs) (laughs) it was like uh yeah short headshot um (laughs) We'll just uh, moving on into a, uh, you know, My Hero Academia kind of art style clone, at least. Uh, we'll go with a super smartphone at number 11. Um, you know, last couple it, chapters, yeah. I feel like it's definitely sort of starting to, you know, get towards towards the end. Um, we do see he's going to meet some other uh, kind of smartphone users, it seems like. Uh, the one girl looks like the girl from Nisekoi. 
um yeah. <laughs> which is kind of funny but yeah i'm not particularly interested in this series anymore it's uh I don't know. Even the art, I feel like, has kind of gone downhill. There's some panels in here that just look mm. pretty gross. There's one of uh, Q. He's like monologuing about you know Zenichiro or whatever, and he just looks kind of disgusting. Yeah, it's really trying to uh, cash in on some emotional weight that it doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really have. Uh, can't really have this sort of moment 13 chapters into a series or however long it's been running um, yeah but it's not really his fault at this point yeah it, and it, it's, it's pretty obvious where this is going mm-hmm. and it's definitely it seems like it was trying to even more kind of take some of the the kind of death note beats these past couple chapters um mm-hmm. and it yeah once again it's just not it's not working it's um it's not even like a good imitation of an imitation of death note for being honest yeah uh um, you know kind of kind of fun idea just yeah, yeah exactly yeah a fun idea just did not did not work out speaking of which <laughs> aliens area yeah it man I, i've really liked the past few chapters of this and it i'm pretty bummed that it's, it's not gonna make it yeah this the series is pure world building now and mm-hmm. uh it's it's really cool i love this detail that aliens eat cat food <laughs> um also the uh this sort of like idea of like aliens being refugees is mm-hmm. kind of interesting yeah um, i feel like that was a little conflict here and i'm mm-hmm. on the side of the uh I, i'm not sure if they're necessarily like heroes and villains in this story but yeah. I'm kind of on the opposition side they, mm-hmm. they made some good points yeah no it was actually like pretty cool uh yeah like world building and like you know kind of seeing the I guess like the you know the kind of bad side of this like group of cops that we've been following you know um, yeah yeah it was pretty cool like kind of unexpected from you know a series that's going to be act in like five weeks um so yeah I'd, I'd like to see this one rise out of the gutter but i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna happen and i will say i like that yeah. he's just sort of like chilling doing this kind of like slow world building thing like we haven't had a fight well i guess we had the fight mm-hmm. last chapter but even then it wasn't it was really barely a, a fight, fight yeah. yeah he just like yeah threw that girl over which even that was like a cool scene very like sakamoto days ish mm-hmm. um but I like how he's just kind of like, you know, chilling, like setting up his world. And, you know, he's definitely going to be axed in, you know, five to ten weeks. But it's just like, all right, yeah, let's just kind of mosey along and, you know, do my thing. And then, yeah, it'll just end when it ends. This is honestly how you end a, like, early axe series gracefully, though. Mm-hmm. He's not. I doubt that he's going to have some sort of, like, climactic final fight scene. He's definitely yeah. going to go with, like... And then the story continued route, and mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I said um, when we did our initial review of Aliens Area that I would love for this series to become an X-Files style like Monster of the Week series, and mm-hmm. it has become just that. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, I like it a lot. Um, you know, definitely would like to see it continue on. And I think the art is actually really good in it. Like all the all the drawings yeah. of the aliens are pretty fun. They're always, I think you mentioned a few episodes ago, but they always look like a little more sketchy than the kind of the humans do. 
which is a nice mm-hmm. uh, detail. Yeah, they feel otherworldly. Mm-hmm, definitely. And then uh, our final series in the in the magazine this week, and uh, this is its last chapter, is Earth Child. Um, we're gonna c- talk about it, I guess, a little more here in a minute. But yeah. uh, you know, we'll just kind of kind of mention it that this this past chapter they had um, <laughs> they basically had been fighting the Earth. Like the Earth kind of personified as this girl who has a lollipop in her mouth constantly, like a uh, four kids dub Sanji. Um, yeah. And so they've been kind of going back and forth with her, and she's just like, the Earth is an asshole in this series. Um, and they've been going back and forth with her, and then like in the span of like two pages, they like sit down to kind of have like family dinner with her, and she's like, oh, you won me over. Like I'll stop messing with you guys. And then that's just how the chapter ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was rough. Glad to see this one uh, bite the dust. Yeah. R.I.P. Bozo, Earth mm-hmm. Child, Hackwatch, <laughs> Good Riddance. Yep. Um, yeah. So that does it for Weekly Shonen Jump this week. Um, yeah. I guess, you know, absent, we get one piece, normal breaks from it. Uh, Witch Watch. Uh, I feel like the the rare break from Witch Watch, but Shinohara's definitely definitely deserved it. Um, yeah, exactly. The last chapter was pretty pretty good when they uh, shrunk down onto like the donuts and stuff. Um, it was fun. Uh, still no Ruby Dragon updates. It's been like a month and a half since we had a Ruby Dragon uh, chapter, which uh, really bums me out. <laughs> Yeah, it's looking it's looking very bleak for mm-hmm. its future, unfortunately. Yep. Um, but then next week we get a new series, Ginka to Ryuna, which I didn't look to see kind of what this series uh, looked like or what it was about. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a lot of information about it. Okay. Like, I tried to look stuff up. I don't mm-hmm. think there's really, like, much out there. Gotcha. It wasn't, like, had a hit one shot and whatever, so... Uh, maybe just a you know series from someone that had yeah. another failed series before or something like that, <laughs> and then we'll get uh, cover page or color pages from uh, Tokyo Demon Bride story, like most chapter twos, uh, Akana Banashi and Yozakura family. So uh, you know, I like a Yozakura family color page and like an Akana Banashi yeah. color page we mentioned earlier. So yeah, should be should be neat issue next week too. I just I like getting new uh, new series so. Yeah, um, it's been a while, or I, I feel like this year I read and kind of mentioned it in the last episode, but mm-hmm. this has been a pretty consistent year for the magazine in terms of uh, introducing new serializations. Yeah, well, and they it's... They haven't done a lot of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. They've yeah. consistently been keeping the ones they already have. Yeah, and part of that too is because, you know, like Doron Doron ran for 36 chapters, like... That's a series that definitely should have been axed by now and, like, you know, given us something else that's, like, on the verge of being axed or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, but instead, Doron Doron has, yeah, like, I feel like last year we we had two or three series that were axed around, like, chapter 20, right? Like, Red Hood, I think, made it to 20 <clears throat> chapters. So, like, Red Hood would have been axed nearly twice by now. Um, but we just yeah. got to languish with uh, Doron Doron. <laughs> I guess they're trying to figure out like what's happening with Ruri Dragon, Hunter Hunter, all of mm-hmm. these uh, things that are kind of up in the air. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and and One Piece had a break. Uh, 
Black Clover had a break and Ayakashi Triangle moved from the magazine to Jump Plus. So, like, there was a lot of yeah. just kind of natural open space in the magazine. So it's like, we can't have all of this open space and axe two series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to have nothing in here. Um, But, yeah, so that does it for Weekly Shonen Jump. Do you have any other Weekly Shonen Jump notes or do we want to move on into kind of uh, our axe series discussion? Yeah, I... Let's move. I guess um, I will say that the reason this was such a weird table of contents was because of everything that was kind of missing this week. So it's kind of yeah. cool to see things get shuffled around a little bit. Great color mm-hmm. pages this week. Yeah, we, we didn't really great mention choices it. for color pages. At least we haven't seen them, but I feel mm-hmm. like they're gonna be good. Yeah, well, we didn't really mention it as part of the my hero discussion, but tenth place is pretty low. So I wonder if that's just kind of the normal, you know, you have to shuffle stuff around or if they got some, uh, some like strong thoughts on the Bakugo death and like the recent arc. Yeah, I think that's very possible. Um, but yeah, so let's move over into uh, Doron Doron and Earth Child. Um, yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about like, I guess sort of like specifically how, you know, what we felt went wrong and you know, kind of what's up with this series, because I feel like these are ones that yeah. were so kind of putrid that during our normal discussions <laughs> for them, uh, you know, it was more just kind of glazed over as like, yeah, this series sucks, let's move on, <laughs> or like, you know, this yeah. arc was ugly, let's move on, which, you know, I guess I'll sort of start the discussion with that, that, yeah, the art for both of these was um, lacking at at best. Um, Earthchild in particular was just gross from from chapter one and in a series where um like you know it's kind of set with like these mystical powers and stuff and they spent half the thing in outer space it was just not interesting at all like half of the panels didn't have backgrounds um Mm -hmm. there's a lot of panels with just like pixelated stuff in the background which i guess is some style thing but it's like it still just looks really lazy (laughs) um yeah and just not interesting characters either. Like, they, all the characters just look like normal, like, background manga characters for this, right? Like, it's a girl with long yeah. black hair and a guy with, like, shaggy brown hair or something. <laughs> even, the, even the kid looks really gross. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, there, he's, I, you know, he's supposed to be, like, cute or whatever. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this is their, the Anya of this series, but he, yeah. he's not... He's kind of unsettling to look at. Mm-hmm. I will say the one thing that Earthchild did uh, visually that was interesting is that it played around with like the style of speech bubbles a lot. Like, yeah, anytime the Earth talked, they the Earth had like a specific uh, like outline to the speech bubble, and it would do these things that like I don't know if I guess the narrator was supposed to be kind of speaking. It would have like a specific speech bubble style, and like other series also do this, but Earthchild like does it a lot like every chapter there's you know three or four different kind of like speech bubble shapes and like outlines which um it started to get a a little annoying because um it was something i thought of when i was reading uh last week's chapter two where the speech bubbles in this uh if you've like paid attention to it or how much of it you've read (laughs) but the speech bubbles in this series are huge they take up so much of the panel like where you couldn't possibly draw a background this is probably why they're so big but like you couldn't possibly draw a background because the whole thing is just speech bubble and then like a character's eye and nose or something like that (laughs) yeah um also 
one thing that I feel like is just like a problem from the outset is is it's constantly swinging for the fences with just mm-hmm. like giant overwrought metaphors. Yeah. Like you're you mentioned like the earth personified as a person. Mm-hmm. Like and and that's not even like one of the bigger like more ambitious metaphors in the series. Everything is like completely cosmic, completely <laughs> abstract. But then the yeah. art is kind of just like if you're gonna go this far, you gotta go the PvP PvP route and make everything just like completely stylized mm-hmm. and insane looking. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it didn't it just really failed on on that regard. Yeah. Um, also I think um mm-hmm. there the series is like weird and like bizarre and uncomfortable at times uh i feel like the the way the uh like mother character is portrayed is just like you get all these bizarre angles uh it it suffers from from the male gaze in a way that like yeah that's obviously all all manga kind of does to a certain degree but earth child is just it's like weird it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah no there was one in i guess it was chapter 25 where i think it's the one that i posted on our uh, on our instagram because i saw those panels like what the hell is going on but they're all in these spacesuits, and like the dad and the kid are like standing up and the mom is like bent over weird and like twisted so that you can see that she's like starting to stand up from something or whatever but she's positioned just weirdly enough that like the artist could draw her ass um yeah just that seemed to be yeah. very bizarre framing yeah and like you're saying it happens throughout this series so often <laughs> yeah i think um he he read astro lost in space it was like i'm gonna i'm gonna make my own version of this but just just as an excuse for me to draw butts yep that's pretty much it <laughs> yep definitely um yeah it and you know i guess just to kind of continue with earth child we'll just move over to Doron Doron after it the story never really made any sense like you know it ends like the end of chapter one is the mom dying which is like you know that's fine that's a fine chapter one setup kind of thing yeah um and then in chapter two i, th- I think chapter two is when they're like hey your kid is an earth child and stuff and then at the end of that, they're like, yeah, we're, we're going to try to save your wife. And I feel like, you know, <laughs> that's a weird setup, but also, you know, it's fine if you want to introduce it that early, but like, then just give us some time to like ramp up to that. It was like, Hey, we're going to save your wife. And then in chapter three, we're already like trying to do the, like the final quest or whatever. Right. Like, I don't yeah. know. give us some time to like age the kid up or have like some chapters where you know, I don't know. The dad's trying to go to the supermarket, and the kid is like throwing cans of soup around with his like, mm. you know, with his powers. Like, just give us normal stuff that's fun to read through, or like you know, familiar to read through. Instead, we're just going to outer space on like chapter five. <laughs> yeah, if they had handed this concept over to the guy from Aliens Area, I think he could have done a much better job with it. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> this series would actually be mm. pretty cool as a more like chill slice of life kind of thing yeah yeah so 100 percent. yeah those are my kind of biggest gripes about aliens area the art is pretty rough and the story just never like you never even tried to have like a 
pretty normal, you know, normal pacing, normal kind of cohesive story. And uh, definitely not looking forward to any more from this uh, manga. <laughs> yeah, I think he needs to get the basics down before he tries something this ambitious. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was very overwrought. Yeah, it also you know just kind of the art style in general is very like webtoons core kind of stuff it, yeah this the noses are horrible i hate how <laughs> pointy and like curved they are yep and yeah it's also it does like this damsel in distress thing just like you know to the the absolute maximum right like she's stuck on like a a rock and anytime something happens like oh look she smiled it's like man come on <laughs> i don't know it's yeah this i feel like this the the writer of this has some sort of weird oedipus complex mm-hmm. where there's 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 some truly disturbed like freudian shit going on beneath yep. the surface here well and I, I think we need like a we need a psychologist to come in and like really break earth child down to find mm-hmm. out what went wrong well and there's so many panels and uh pages where it's like the the dad character is just like basically just saying like yes i i love my wife it's like i don't know like (laughs) chance the rapper needs to chill out on this one and like let's just uh, (laughs) let's just go (laughs) like we we get it dude child is uh the the big day of manga honestly a pretty good uh comparison if you know if this manga could have like any reasonable success beforehand (laughs) yeah that's true um maybe uh you know earth child could have had the baby feature to at least try to boost sales or something mm-hmm. like that i don't yep. i don't know what could have saved this but yeah just an entirely different artist and writer mm-hmm. the first chapter was okay you know yeah. at least it was trying to do something a little different but yeah it was tolerable uh, that doesn't it doesn't all different doesn't always mean good and no in this case it definitely did not yep yeah so yeah i think that's all we really need to say kind of on earth child um cool speech bubbles i'll give it that much if that's yeah. my uh, you know if i have to say one nice thing about it or whatever <laughs> it's uh yeah cool cool speech bubbles um and the i will say the the outfit from the mom on like the uh the original kind of color cover page is pretty sick she's got like the kind of evangelion uh style like sweatshirt looking thing almost no mask on which is pretty cool yeah the but, mask was cool that but, was one of the things that made me interested in checking it out mm-hmm. it had a cool mask yeah but other than that uh pretty bad so uh want to jump over to i almost yeah oh, go on i i almost i almost well this is sort of a transition but i think i almost disliked Dora on Dora on more because it's just lazy it feels like it didn't even try to do anything different um yeah i think what epitomizes this for me i've been looking at it for like the past uh the past week or so but the final page from door on door on oh it's like it's it's a it's a work of art for sure it's repulsive Um, it's just the the main character (laughs) looking directly into the camera <laughs> just like this absolute vacant stare yeah he's got gritted teeth it's yeah. unsettling his Un- eyes follow you around the room <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like, it's he's like 
rough. He has this pained smile when he's you know <laughs> talking about like he's gonna make the world this happy place, and he he looks like he's being held at gunpoint or like you know he's uh he's, he's handcuffed or like yeah he looks so distraught. Yeah, see, I think this is why I dislike Doron Doron more than Earth Child, because it's just absolutely bereft of creativity. Like, you're going to end the series, you know, this is what you want to leave people with, and it's just two panels of the two main characters staring directly into the camera, just saying, mm-hmm. let's make this a happy world. Well, and at least Kusanagi like, is it. expressionless, so we we don't even get, like, the, uh, the ugly, like, you know, he at least, like looks like right he's a cute looking character kind of so he at least yeah. looks all right but yeah uh what's his name doriaki just looks <laughs> i mean horrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah this might be uh, this might be one of the worst uh pages of the year mm-hmm. but um my other gripe is that kusanagi is supposed to be this like cute mascot and he's not even that cute honestly like yeah he's if you were a Pokemon, he would be like a middle evolution that <laughs> nobody wants on their team. Yep, exactly. He just looks he he looks more um, nebulous than anything. He's mm-hmm. just a, a shape with an eye. Yeah, he's the Sviper of this uh, series, which you know, I guess Sviper's exactly. not a middle evolution, but it's like this this snake Pokemon that you're never putting on your team, right? Like. Uh, unless you yeah. come across the shiny Sviper, you're not you're not going hard for for Sviper in the games. This this is what I think is uh, the the biggest problem, or where where it could have gone right mm-hmm. is that you know he he could have made this a series that was more focused on the monsters, uh, more yeah. Because there's like all of these Mononoke or whatever they're called mm-hmm. in this world. You could have made this like a monster collecting series if this were the early 2000s, yeah. you know, that would mm-hmm. have been a bad move because there are a million of them. But uh, Yokai Watch is no longer really like a major player in the scene. You could have yeah. just made this like kind of a fun, shonen, jumpy twist on mm-hmm. uh, monster collecting because or- it just felt like it was trying to be Demon Slayer. Yeah, or make the other uh, like Mononoke look more like kusanagi so that this is like this is how they look he's the only one that has this like you know kind of cute appearance the rest of them just look like really gross there was the one with like the long the long nose that looked like uh Mm -hmm. looked like one of the demons from shimagami tensai (laughs) um like most of these things look really nasty And the yeah, the other characters did too. Like the the guy that died in the last chapter, like the glasses, he looks gross. Like everyone just looks really nasty. <laughs> Dora Dora. Yeah, like I, you know, monsters are supposed to look scary or disgusting or whatever. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen has really cool monster designs, mm-hmm. and they're um, not necessarily pretty. They're they're pretty disgusting themselves. Yeah, but like. Something about the Doran Doran monsters made me, like, sick to look at. Like, that weird <laughs> elephant-looking mm-hmm. elephant man thing, like, a giant trunk. Yep. Like, I, I couldn't even look at that without feeling sick. It's just, um... <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's gross. And mm-hmm. it was interesting that you brought up, like, Shin Megami Tensai and, uh... 
persona because it reminds me of my like least favorite demon designs from those series mm-hmm. yep <laughs> yeah none of yeah none of these are like yeah none of the the mononoke are i don't know as like interesting as say matador from shimagami tensai 3 like when you come across him and it's i don't know yeah. like, it's a hard fight and uh you know he's like this skull dude with the hat or whatever and it's like okay like i get what's going on here these are just like ugly creatures and they're all just sort of like you know these maniacal laughs and they're just like yeah i'm evil because i'm a mononoke (laughs) like yeah they're not they're not fun in any sense and also like it's a shameless demon slayer ripoff at times. Like it's set in the modern world, but mm. the little like tracksuits they wear, yep, like they they look exactly like the demon slayer core's outfits. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's pretty shameless, and you know this this uh, artist does not have the chops to keep up with Gege or whatever. Not Gege, whatever the yeah, uh, uh, whatever the demon slayer Go- Gotoge or something like that. I think. Yeah, yeah, Gotoge. Yeah mm-hmm yeah no i agree yeah and we'll and you know speaking of the jujikais and artists too it tries to do a little bit of like the the sketchy kind of stuff during some of these fights but it just looks messy it's you know mm-hmm. um almost like <laughs> more messy than like chainsaw man and fire punch fights which as much as i love those series i don't know what's going on in any fight in in those series either like these are just like just black scribbles across the across the page yeah i think the art was actually like if i remember correctly was kind of clean and had like pretty bold Mm -hmm. lines in the first few chapters and i think progressively just got like sketchier Mm -hmm. that's what i i feel like like looking at the last page and that i feel like this guy just kind of gave up halfway through and was like "Eh, i'm not feeling this i don't know why i'm continuing to get serialized (laughs) over the weeks like i was kind (laughs) of hoping i would get get axed (laughs) he's like this has gone on 20 chapters too long yeah yeah i feel like the magazine believed in it more than uh the artist did Mm -hmm. and you're right i'm going back through the uh just kind of like flipping through the first chapter and it has all the stuff that I think we were wanting. Like, the art is pretty clean. Like, the expressions from Dora are, like, pretty cool and done well. There's... Kusanagi looks fun. Like, there's a part where he's, like, uh, like wrapped around this post, like a snake kind of thing. There's a yeah. giant, like, monkey villain that, like, he looks gross and evil, but, like, he's an interesting, like, cartoony villain almost. Like, he... Yeah, he looks like a fun... He looks like someone I would want on my team in Persona. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really liked this series at first. Um, yeah. I'm looking back at it, too. This is, like, a decent first chapter. Mm-hmm. Even the fights are pretty cool-looking. Yeah. Um, I liked how they had the Kusanagi turning into headphones. That mm-hmm. was always fun. Yeah, that was something that they... Yeah, I forgot about until... I think it is the last chapter, the second-to-last chapter. It has a moment where, like you know dora gets like hit and he falls on kusanagi who's like turned into like a giant like beanbag for him like that yeah. stuff is pretty cool like do do more of of that instead it just spent the whole time where he turns into a sword and i don't even realize that kusanagi is there like it it might as well be demon slayer at that point you know just this yeah. guy with the sword like every other series definitely it's um 
I'm definitely thinking about what could have been. I'm looking at the last panel again, and I'm just thinking like, <laughs> look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> it's 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 just harrowing this this uh-huh. panel. And also, um, it, in the first chapter where we get introduced to that girl that has like the permanent V-shaped mouth, and then she yeah. just gets completely written off, and we don't see her from like chapter five onward. <laughs> Instead, she, she gets makes, replaced like, by the girl with like cameo- Einstein hair. <laughs> Yeah, who is much less interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. She yeah she makes some appearance like near the end, and that's it. Yeah, just another loose end for this guy to half-heartedly tie up. Yep. Yeah, and you know, and I'd say like if it was his first series, then like you know, okay, I'd be interested in something else. But as we discussed last week, he also wrote Golem Hearts, uh, which lasted for 15 chapters. <laughs> And I, I don't know if the Earthchild artist had done anything else, but I want to say, um, I feel like he may have had. Yeah, I don't. I mean, either way, there's no excuse for uh, for Earthchild to look as bad as it does. Like, even if it's your first yeah. series, you're still a professional manga artist. And <laughs> yeah, this one's it's it's pretty rough. Yep. <laughs> um look yeah looking at it he actually did have uh some other series he had one called soul catchers which um actually you know (laughs) i don't know how much weight we put on this uh well it ran for 90 chapters 11 volumes and has a 7.3 on my anime list so Mm -hmm. i mean that's like a 11 volumes is a legit series yeah it was it was in shonen jump too so i guess they must have been like you know he had some success with us he also had he also had 10 years to perfect his craft Mm -hmm. yeah this was back in 2013 and i will say based on the the volume one cover the art in this in soul catchers looks uh really gross too so i don't i don't know what's happened in those 10 years uh this art just looks awful but um yeah (laughs) yeah these series both i feel like had pretty similar problems if we're being being honest just like really gross art really kind of lame and annoying characters and just like no story really whatsoever like i don't even know what kind of the goal of doron doron was other than to like beat the mononoke king or something like that yep yeah but uh oh my god okay i'm i'm looking at his um my anime list page apparently uh-huh. people have like been shitting on him from the beginning uh in 2015 some okay because apparently the soul catcher series has actually been canceled three times and brought back what <laughs> and this one guy uh this one guy commented and he said if anyone has the email address for this guy i need to give him advice on making a better and popular manga series <laughs> <laughs> and this is in 2015 um he said he should make a fighting manga with superpowers instead of soul catcher if it's canceled a third time and then uh the recent comments say like earth child is one of the manga series of all time <laughs> for sure yep <laughs> yeah what is it? yeah i need to look at the soul catchers stuff what's up with it being axed three times yeah this doesn't make okay, any this sense this guy was this guy was a uh, assistant to Araki on uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So. Oh, that, ex- that explains everything. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, no wonder the art is uh, gross. Uh, yeah, the, it is shit. Yeah, the JoJo's art is putrid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little too far, but man, not to just dive into more JoJo's rants, but those first, I've read the first three parts of it, and you know, I feel like Araki gets held up as like, you know, whatever, like a berserk tier or um, like a what's his name, the slam dunk guy, Inui or whatever. And it's just, it's not yeah. those first three ones. I mean, especially the first two look atrocious. Three is a little bit better, but even then, I mean, I feel like everyone, like, they see these bodies in, like, these contorted ways, and they're like, that's great art right there. I'm like, really? People standing, like, abnormally is great art? Like, this looks terrible. <laughs> but that, That's definitely uh, the hottest uh, take on this uh, podcast, but, you know, I'll, I'll stand behind it. It's a, it's a bold claim. <laughs> Uh, we we are um, we're coming we're killing the idols. Mm-hmm. We're we're, yep. we're coming for the goats here. <laughs> yep. Yep. No. Yeah. I, I feel like um, I feel like your relationship with Iraqi is like a Skip Bayless and LeBron James. <laughs> you're like you're like commenting on every post like how how will this affect Iraqi's legacy? <laughs> That's what I should do. That should uh, that should be my uh, <laughs> my anime manga persona. Is <laughs> it's the uh, yeah the Skip Bayless to Araki's LeBron. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, yeah, like um, you're you're just like a Disney's Bizarre Adventure. Mid mids mid adventure. Disney bizarre adventure. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, unless you have any other Doron Doron Earth Child or um, Iraqi notes, I think that'll do it for us uh, this week. Do you have any um, anything to recommend or any any plugs to make, Jude? Uh, yeah. If you have if you have the chance to listen to or. Uh, see in person this band uh, Madhu Mokhtar. It's spelled M-D-O-U-M-O-C-T-A-R. Mm-hmm. They're from uh, West Africa. I-, I saw them yesterday at the festival. They were playing some like crazy, like insanely fast-paced hardcore, like surf rock type stuff. They oh, were interesting. Like, jamming for like 10-15 minutes at a time. Uh, it's crazy stuff. They they can shred in a tasteful way. Um, good shit. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'll make a, a music recommendation as well. Um, I'm actually going to my first concert I've been to since before COVID um, in a couple oh, nice. weeks. I'm going to go see uh, Movements, Angel Dust, and One Step Closer. Um, oh, Angel Dust ex- is sick. Yeah, I was going to say, very excited for that. And yeah, my rec is, is Angel Dust. Uh, you know, I'm big trapped under ice fan and the the singer from trapped under ice is the guy that fronts angel dust also um those first like three angel dust records are pretty pretty fun like fast hardcore kind of stuff and the most recent one yeah it's not like it, it doesn't really do it for me but it's definitely interesting to see like sort of you know people who have kind of like made their money on hardcore making basically like a jangly jack johnson kind of album almost (laughs) Um, so yeah i'd say you know give give the angel dust discography a listen it will honestly take you probably like less than an hour to listen to every song that they have um yeah but yeah that's my that's my rec i'm very excited to go 
to go see all three of those bands, honestly. There's someone else that's playing with them, too, that uh, I'll probably show up late for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen a I haven't listened to Yak, but I really like mm-hmm. Pretty Buff. That was a that was a great yeah. album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yak is it's a little more along those lines, but probably even more like poppier, janglier. Um, Yak, I will say, is an all time uh, album title. It's Yak, like a bunch of truck songs or something like that. I think is sort of the, <laughs> the subtitle, which is which is great. All right. Good uh, stuff. Yeah, that'll do it for us. On um, Thursday, we'll have the uh, what we call the Sket Dance episode. I believe this coming week we're yep. is it um, volumes five and six? I think we're three episodes in. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, so if you're uh, you know missing out on Witch Watch, uh, the Witch Watch discussion this week, you know, stop on over for the the Sket Dance one. Um, yeah, and then we'll be back next Sunday with uh, the next weekly Shonen Jump episode and another another new series to touch on. And I'm I, f- I feel like in a in a few weeks, once these series have gotten a little bit of run, we'll uh, we should bring back the uh, the scouting reports on them as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I was I was hoping we get to do that more often, but mm-hmm. yeah, the, it's just been nonstop consistency for a while. Yeah. So. Well, we we might get a slew of them coming up. up with uh aliens area and super smartphone definitely definitely yep. getting the axe so you know maybe more scouting reports to to come this fall definitely all right that'll do it for us uh hit us up with the you know the five star rating on uh wherever you're you can you can rate us at uh or you know just <laughs> comment on instagram five stars or something that's that's fine too <laughs> Hell yeah all right that'll do it for us we'll uh, see you on thursday